Adventure Seekers, welcome. Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. Hello, I'm your host, Rain Law, here with today's quote. Believe you can, and you're halfway there. Teddy Roosevelt. Coming up next, AJNW News. Today's top story is audiobooks overtake ebooks in sales. Juxtaposed to this, we have book three from the Mystic Dreamwalker book series entitled Warriors of Perception, featured later on today in our program Adventurers Welcome, Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. Along that line, specifically the Jedi and Ninja element, there had been a great discussion about internal power amongst the Tokushi Kempo Jiu-Jitsu and Aiki Jiu-Jitsu students. The similarities of Song and Yi in comparison to Aki is like comparing KFC with Hong Kong Chicken, also known as Orsugai. Both are delicious, but Orsugai is boneless, whereas KFC no longer has its original gravy. But here in the United States, you can find southern fried chicken almost anywhere, but it's always hard to get a good serving of Orsugai. I'm not sure if the martial art comparison in there is clear or not. I guess it depends if you like mashed potatoes or rice. The trick to both martial art comparisons relies on relaxation, and more importantly, controlled relaxation, and mental direction. Coming up next, AJNW weather. We've had a dramatic shift in the weather patterns. Today, we've almost had a close encounter with the three Frost brothers. Initially, I thought it would be Robert Frost, but instead, things look like we might take a trip down the road less taken and have a conversation with David Frost, but that appears to be unlikely. Instead, we will settle with almost being introduced to Jack Frost. But alas, he couldn't make it. My email is rand at rand Lawrence and my webpage www.rand Lawrence.com. Coming up next, AJNW traffic. It was foggy this morning, so surprisingly, it was interesting to find that people could not drive 55. I'm not certain if it was because everyone was listened to Van Hagar on the radio, or if the fog induced bravery. After all, anyone who drove above the speed limit in excess of 60 miles an hour would have to be crazy, so this gave everyone free reign to drive like maniacs, as only crazy people would be out on the road driving in excess of the speed limit when you can't see what's in front of you. Coming up next, AJNW Sports. This weekend, everywhere you look, football, and I mean American football, bone jarring, teeth chattering, helmet crashing football. Not any of this falling down to draw a penalty type of football, but hard running and hard hitting football. The kind that also relies on kicking skills, but only for putting the football in between the goalposts. And speaking of goalposts, I see that we are prepared to put up a couple just down the lane. Oh wait, they're not goalposts, but just posts for the dock, for the anglers to stand on when they're fishing in the new pond. Coming up next, a haiku by Sensei, entitled, 
Wolfsbane, Blue Rocket Morning, A Beautiful Poison Kills, In Spite of the Tea. Coming up next, Q&A with Sensei. A question was asked, how do you develop Fa Jing or Aiki, depending on your interpretation of what constitutes a name for internal power? Sensei's reply was that it should be based on meditation, and more importantly than sitting meditation or dreaming meditation, but to develop it in your waking hours while doing moving meditation, such as in sword practice or qigong. Coming up next, messages. Today we had a host of messages speculating as to the nature of the force and the effectiveness of Kiyajutsu, Spirit Shouting Art. There was also a message sent about the podcast where it seemed at least one person was enjoying the content. This was a great boost for me personally as I suffer from both body dysmorphia and a near suicidal dislike of my own voice. It's hard for me to contemplate actually recording an audiobook. However, my wife seems to enjoy everything I say and do, and I am learning to fail better doing these mini-podcasts. I've grown quite a bit since my early days in speech therapy from when I was a young child. I have at least outgrown my wallflower tendencies, although some rue the day that this happened. I now have a tendency to try to make up for my earlier years of silence. Coming up next on Adventure Seekers Welcome, Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated, is our featured segment from Book 3 of the Mystic Dreamwalker series, Warriors of Perception, by Rain Law. Brothers in Arms Xander knew that Tim Morris had a big family, by modern standards anyway. When they had first met, it was just Tim and his younger brother, Robert and his younger sister, Sarah. Then his parents had the surprise of fraternal twins, Ron and Sue. Seeing them all together had deepened his awareness of how much Tim would be missed. It had been a long time since Xander had seen all of the Morris and Collins family together. The Collins family had also had a new addition a year after the Morris family had their surprise. Tim Collins had finally become a big brother to another Collins boy named Wayne. The funeral had helped Xander renew some connections with the younger siblings and actually speak to the older ones he knew from his visits. Xander was glad that he had the money to give college scholarships in their brother's name. Collins, Morris, and Xander rarely noticed the little kids coming and going, but that is often the way it is with siblings. Collins, Morris, and Xander had become essentially strangers to their younger trio as they were beginning to grow up. After the deaths of Tim Morris and Dr. Goldstein, Xander began to wear his wedding ring and bracelet that Jane had given him continually, except for when he was working with electricity or practicing martial arts. There was something reassuring in the words of Harriet Tubman that kept Xander going despite his feelings that the odds were against him. He knew he had more going for him than most, but he couldn't help to feel otherwise. 
he had often speculated that his emotional viewpoint was an embedded program that could not be erased as he had often tried to change his mental programming. He had read that often abuse in early developmental stages became a permanent part of the thought process of abused children, and he feared that it is what happened to him. Still, he had done everything possible to correct this, and the bracelet served as a reminder of Harriet Tubman's perseverance against astronomical odds. It served as a testament to the love of his wife and the remembrance of his mother. It was Annie Davidson, after all, who had introduced the quote to her son. Every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. The bracelet carried only the first line, but it was enough. Xander spun the chain links of the bracelet around his arm with his finger as he thought about how he and Jane had gone about trying to hide any trace of their movements. At first, they spent some time at the old farm with Mark and Kathy, and they had a little quality time working with their dogs, Musashi and Katana. The dogs looked happier and healthier running around on the farm than they had when they were aboard the boat. Mark and Xander went over several what-if scenarios to help decide what direction he needed to go. In the end, Xander had come to grips that anywhere he went on his sailboat would make him easy to track. That is why he left papers and instructions to be sent by courier to his grandfather, Harley, instructing him to sell the boat. George and Alice Taylor had kept in touch by bogus Facebook accounts and nearly untraceable burner cell phone calls. They had also used third-party mailing, too. The Davidsons would mail manila envelopes to various business managers of companies from around the USA that Xander owned. Within these packages were smaller envelopes addressed to the Taylors that the manager would stamp their return address. In case anyone was watching the Taylors, it would be hard to trace the mail back. So far, no one from the banking cartel or whatever it was from an offshoot subsidiary of the organization had made any further attempts on the lives of Xander or his friends. Since Xander and Jane had gone off the grid or were at least attempting to, there had been no action to freeze their assets. This alerted Xander to the fact that they were most likely trying to trace his whereabouts through his finances. Harley had become acquainted with the procedure necessary to acquire ships without necessarily utilizing a nautical broker. Xander relied upon the skill of his grandfather for acquiring another even larger vessel than what they had previously owned. Xander believed that hiding in the open would make him more difficult to see, meaning they basically needed to disappear from the routine and location of their daily lives. Plan was to resurface after Xander had looked into a couple questions from his past. Xander had also given his grandfather a list of requirements for his new ship's 
planned special features that needed to be purchased from an assortment of vendors in his absence. It was a good thing Mr. Collins had set up layers of corporations to keep Xander's assets hidden from the forces that pursued him, layers that could not be traced back to Mr. Collins either. It was right after Xander got a call from his stepbrother Eric that he decided to only pick up cash from prearranged drops. He knew of, at least he felt certain, that his assets were being watched, and he was certain that the circumstances that Eric had encountered were nothing more than a probe to manipulate him. Mr. Collins had not heard from Xander since the funeral. He and Jane seemed to have dropped off the map. No doubt he was making sure everyone connected with him was safe before he resurfaced. Anywhere, if he ever decided to resurface again. He also had not noticed any use of money from Xander's holding during this time, even though he had transferred funds from various businesses and investments to accounts that Xander could make withdrawals from and not necessarily raise any warning flags. Then he received a probing email in an odd code from an anonymous stranger requesting he change his public encryption key that he and Xander always used. For most of the time, Mr. Collins had been working with Xander. He occasionally received queries from strangers concerning business deals or ideas people wanted to run past Xander. This was the first time he had such a detailed request and from someone who seemed to know secret information. Mr. Collins, of course, had a standard protocol that he utilized to verify the contact person had been either selected by Xander or was Xander himself. Mr. Collins replied immediately, certain that this was Xander, and asked several non-standard identifying questions. After they had been instantly answered and, more importantly, answered correctly, Mr. Collins sent his public key that would allow him to send an encrypted email that only Mr. Collins could open with his private key. This would be following a secondary message that was hidden within the encrypted letter. He had to wait to see what signal Xander was going to send to indicate which book from his library to use for breaking the code inside of the encrypted message. Mr. Collins had often used the books and biographies in his library to find hidden messages that were embedded within the already computer-encrypted messages from Xander. It was just another one of the quirks of Xander, but one that had proved to be prudent, it seemed. Xander had always been particularly fond of using cryptology and his use of the color code to announce the numerical sequence of the secondary encryption gave them the added protection. He knew Xander would begin by citing the color of the cover of whatever volume they were discussing, even if it wasn't the actual color of the book in question. It was the same old Roy G. Biv, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet sequence of colors in the light spectrum they always use. Whichever color was selected first would be the base number of the code for any given book that was cited. 
If Xander cited a book that was not in Mr. Cullen's library, it indicated that they would instead be utilizing a numerical alphabet cipher. The color code would indicate which letter from the title that would be utilized for the base number. If Xander made reference to a quotation from movies or novels or television shows, it was to indicate the mood and tone of the situation. Xander had used this system for much of his business dealings. It took Mr. Collins most of the day to translate the encrypted message after he had received the computerized encrypted code. Xander had written the instructions for creating an even more secure encrypted code for the computer. This indicated that he would still utilize standard non-computer code work inside of his messages. Mr. Collins realized that the new computer encryption code that he had received would probably be able to withstand a computer attack that could generate untold trillions of guesses every minute. After his computer program was set up and online, Mr. Collins received a message from Xander stating that he and Jane recognized that they were being pursued, but for what purposes they did not know. They felt that Tim Collins, in particular, should exercise greater caution due to his close association with Xander. From there, it went into a detailed story of what had been happening with his stepbrother Eric. Mr. Collins knew that within the story, he would find a secondary message. This concludes today's reading from Book 3. If you're interested in hearing all of my books being transferred into digital books, let me know. And please share my website and book information with all of your friends that read. The more books I sell, the easier it will be for me to get them into audiobooks. You can also vote if you would prefer to have me narrate or to select someone else. Thank you again for listening and for your support on Anchor and on Patreon. Inch by inch, I'm getting closer to my goal. I highly recommend martial art instruction. Everything I do has been influenced by the martial arts. I have no weapons, but a weapon can be made. Knowledge of her power. Tokushi Kimpo. Keep following your dreams.